Welcome to another episode of Online Dating with Patsy, the podcast. Well, welcome back. Today's guest is Becca George. She's a mental health therapist, but also has some great online dating stories that she's just dying to share with us. Plus, at the end of that, she's going to share some tips on if you've been scammed, you know, what you can do to make yourself feel better. Welcome, Becca. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Cool. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into the good stories. Of course. So I am Becca. Like you said, I'm a mental health therapist and a Christian soul care um, coach. So I have decided to go from therapy to um, life coaching, but it's specifically mainly faith-based and really working with people who want to find their purpose and figure out who they are and that maybe something is missing in their life and they want to feel more fulfilled. So that is what I am doing. I'm a single mom to a beautiful 11-year-old little girl who's my world. Um, and I have been divorced for eight years. So I have been, um, online dating on and off for eight years. I was in, um, two serious relationships in that time, but otherwise between other than those two serious relationships, I have been online dating. So I've got a plethora of experience. So tell us about your online dating stories. Yes, I have so many that all my friends will call and be like, Hey, just tell me the most recent like dating story that you have, because they just think it's hilarious. Um, so one of them was, uh, was in my early or I guess late twenties, right. When I got divorced, um, I had met with this or matched with this guy and thought it was, everything was good. I was maybe 28 at the time. Um, and he said he was 25, which, you know, was a little bit young, but I was okay with it. It wasn't that much of a difference. And I get there to meet him at Cheesecake Factory and pull up Yum. and he is, yes. And I pull <laughs> up and he is a like 55 year old man. Oh my gosh. And I said, what he said, is it Becca? And I looked at him and I said, yes. And he said, it's so-and-so. I think his name is Steve. And I said, what, who, who are you? You're, you're my great, my dad's age. And he said, well, I used my son's pictures to get you here because I thought we looked so similar. And I just wanted to talk to you about a potential sugar baby situation. Oh my gosh. You would want to potentially be my arm candy. He said, I'm not into those like 20 year old girls. You're a little bit older and you're pretty. And I would love to just have you on my arm. He said, just let me talk to you about like what a salary would look like. And I was like, absolutely not. What is this? You know, this is disgusting. And he's like, just let me buy you dinner. Just let's have this conversation. And at that point I was just like, no, absolutely not. I'm leaving. Um, but Cheesecake Factory is my favorite. So he was like, just stay and let me buy you dinner. So I yeah. did. He stayed and let him buy me dinner. And the whole time I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. This is ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. And I just um, could not believe it. And he really didn't think he did anything wrong. I mean, he said, I look just like my son. And I said, well, 30 years older. Like, <laughs> you know, not the same thing. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. So that was one of them. Another one was um, I met with a guy who um, we had a really we had a really good connection. Everything was good. At the end of the date, he says um, he gets his phone out and he's like, man, I um, and I just can't believe that this is happening to me again. I'm like, what's happening? He's like, my ex is taking me to court. She's actually on drugs and like really needs um, really needs uh, needs me to take the kids but she wants to take custody of the children. And I was like, oh, that's really unfortunate. I'm sorry. And he's like, I have to hire a lawyer and I just don't have the money. And again, this is right after my divorce. And like, I really wanted to to help somebody, you know? And, and so he was like, I just need $250 to be able to get custody of my kids. And he cries real tears. I just need 250 extra to get the money that I need for this lawyer. And um, did you meet him in person? 
I, I met him in person. Yeah. So this is okay. at the end of the date. So we went on to dinner. He bought dinner. Everything was good. At the end of dinner, he's telling me all this at, on, at the table and he's sobbing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's so terrible. And he's like, would you be willing to lend me $250? And this is one of the first dates I went on after my divorce. And I thought, well, that seems abnormal, but I mean, I want to help this guy for sure. So I gave him $250. Didn't, you know, I was like, well, I really need this back. I'm a single mom. I don't have like a plethora of money right now. So, you know, I need you to give this back. And he's like, absolutely. Next Friday, I'll give it back. And of course he blocked me and never, never called me again. Yeah. And, you know, in that moment I was like, man, I, I don't understand what went wrong. And when I called my friend that she had been dating for a long time online, I was brand new to it. She said, Becca, these people make a living out of doing these things. And they know exactly what they're doing. And they try to find really sweet people who to take advantage of. Do you know what the interesting thing is to me is these are people you actually met in person. Right. You know, because the stuff I write about is people online and you never meet them. No, there's there's been a lot of them that oh they have, completely, you know, done like a that just be different, different people. I've had people show up and they're not that person at all. Uh, one of the craziest ones actually I have multiple crazy ones but some of them are inappropriate but one of the crazy ones was I went on three dates with this guy and really liked him and really connected with him and he was a um, a manager at a at a restaurant and so he said well meet me here for for a third date and I said okay he said I'm gonna take you after you know to to um, dinner after that so I go to where he's managing at a restaurant and I sit at the bar and wait. And one of the bartenders comes up and talks to me and says, how do you know him? And I was like, oh, this is our third date. And she immediately got this look on her face like she was going to kill me. And she walked away. And I thought, oh, no, she's jealous. She must really like him or something. Something's wrong. So I just kind of ignored it and was like, all right, well, whatever. <clears throat> and then he comes and gets me and says, let's walk outside. We go outside and this black Tahoe comes around the corner screeching its its wheels with a woman in the front seat with a baby in her lap. And she comes running out of the car and tries to beat me up. Starts yelling. Turns out it's his wife. And no, I'm sorry, fiance. They're eight days away from getting married. So she has her wedding engagement in her hand and she's throwing it at him. And she's like, this is our wedding invitations. How would you do this eight days before our wedding? And his response was, I just needed to make sure I loved you before I really pulled the trigger. <laughs> that was his response. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, my I, gosh. He still got the baby. Like, as white as white trash hillbilly as you could be, this baby <laughs> on the hip screaming at me. And this is in Indiana. And yeah. so she's yelling at me. And she's like, how dare you? You know, and 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 I said, look, ma'am, first of all, I'm not going to fight you. Second of all, I'm not going to fight you with a baby in your hands. And third of all, I didn't know about you. I'm not a homewrecker. I had no idea about you. I'm so sorry, but maybe you shouldn't marry this guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was that. And then he tried to contact me again after their, he got married to her. <laughs> and then eight months later, he tries to contact me when they got divorced. Shocker. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I've had situations where um, I've had people, obviously, I mean, constantly I get ones that I know that they're not real. And one of them, usually I can weed them out now where I can tell, okay, this person isn't real based on like the broken English that they're using or, you know, they ask for money right out the gate or a lot of times they'll say I'm in the military and I'm traveling to another country and I need to come home or something. Those types of things are easy to spot. The ones that aren't is like the situation that I actually fell for not that long ago um, like maybe four months ago, <clears throat> I was talking to somebody and, um, 
And he and I connected really well. We talked a lot. We had a great conversation. It went to phone call conversation. And um, he would send me pictures. And I was like, yes, this guy's really attractive. Everything's good. And then something just told me, hey, have him make a video. Have him make a video for you or video chat you because he wouldn't video call me. And that's one yeah. of the big indications that something's oh, yeah. wrong. So I said, why won't you video chat me? And he said, well, I'm just, I don't look that good today. All these ex- excuses. I was like, you're a man. You don't care. You look the same all the time. So he would not do it. And finally, I was able to call him out. And I said, okay, if you don't send me a video, I'm done, basically. And then I actually matched with the that guy who actually that the photos belonged to later on. And was like, hey, do you remember me? And he was like, what are you talking about? And so come to find out, he had oh used his photos. And he was like, yeah, I just joined this like yesterday, you know, or whatever. So like, and we ended up video chatting. And he was like, I definitely, those are those are my, my photos from Instagram. Oh, my gosh. So obviously that was not that guy, you know. So yeah. yeah. And then I've had other situations where people show up with their kids. I've had times when they show up with their babies. I'm like, why are you here with your kids when you don't know me? Yeah. You know, like, what is this? This is crazy. Or times where um, they say they get there, they buy, they say they're going to buy dinner, and then they say they can't afford dinner, and then they get up and leave in the middle of dinner because they well, can't afford it. Do you know one thing that and um, when people place those personal ads, I don't like when they include pictures of their kids. I don't either. I just, and I, you know, I put a, a list together, which I, don't think I put on my blog yet, but I, I'm on plenty of fish, but I'm on there as just trying to find scammers, you know, besides right. other places. But um, I typed up a list of things, because some of these guys' pictures are just hideous, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, if you're serious about looking for a girl, God, clean yourself up. Yes. And so I listed a couple things, and it was very nicely, and one of them said, look, don't put up their pictures of your kids. Right. There's a lot of weirdos out there. You know, and, and I have a problem with that because I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's rule number one. I tell somebody, look, do it, make the photos good, but don't put your kids out there. You know, some of these men too, it's like, how do you not know how to take a photo from any angle other than below where you have like five chins and you don't normally have five chins. Don't take that picture. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, they have their kid in there or one of them I had to call out because he had, he had his kids first day of pictures back to school pictures. Oh my God. And it had his daughter's school name on it. And I was like, why would you do that? Now everyone knows where your daughter goes to school. There are some serious weirdos out there. And then another tip, I, I knew this was the other one that I did. I said, you know, if you're going to post pictures of yourself, don't post pictures of yourself with other women or hot looking yeah. women at Hooters. I said, for me, I see them, I'm skipping over you. You know, yeah. I'm not even interested in you. I want to see you. I don't want to see the bimbos you hang out with. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, I don't do, I would never do plenty of fish anymore because I don't like having people be able to contact me that I don't match with. Right. On right. Bumble or one of those other ones, um, you know, Upward is a Christian dating one. Like you have to match with them first. Yeah. So much because I don't want to waste my time with every person who thinks that they're cool enough to talk to me when I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, that's not well, happening. Let me tell you my story from Monday night. Uh, now, Plenty of Fish, I started out on there just seeing, and then I just go by a pseudo name. But the pictures are me, and the information in there is about me, you know. Um, but anyway, so this guy, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. So this guy's from Washington, Missouri, and sends me a message. And all he says is, I want you. And I'm like, oh, everybody does, you know, or some joking, you know. And yeah. um, 
So he said, he just said, commented like, oh, okay. And I said, that was a joke. Okay. And he says, well, I'm in Washington, Missouri. I'm just an hour in St. Louis. Why don't I drive up there for some, for some fun? You know? And I'm like, well, first off, I'm not interested in dating really. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't normally meet real guys on here. So I, you know, he gives me his phone number. I, of course, go through my little investigation that I do and he's real, you know? So, um, and I, so I just responded back. I said, well, what kind of fun? And he goes, adult fun. (laughs) And I just just started laughing to myself. I said, well, you know, thanks, but no thanks, but good luck. Yeah. (laughs) But that's actually probably the first thing that you see on Plenty of Fish. Oh, it is. It's Plenty of Fakes. Um, You know, that's what I call it. Plenty of Fakers. You know, I forgot what my other friend calls it, but yeah, that one's the worst. It's the worst. Yep. I stopped using that years ago. I'm like, absolutely not. I will not. Yeah. 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 And if somebody won't video chat with me right away, if somebody is, if they're too attractive, that sets off things in my head. Like, right. They're too hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is probably not real. Yeah. Uh, You know, not that hot people can't be on there, super attractive people, but like when you, you know, are, you look like a model most of the time, you know, or you're, you're talking to 25 other people at the same time. Yeah. Um, You know, so my favorite thing is because most of my scammers that I have now are Instagram. My favorite thing is I'll audio call them. I, um, through Instagram, you know? Yeah. And you know, they'll call and they don't sound American Right. <laughs> and they're trying to convince me, you know, like the one guy is trying to convince me he's actor Chris Evans, you know, yeah, and I'm boy. like, dude, I know what Chris Evans sounds like. He's like my favorite guy right now. Yeah. And I'm like, you do not, you are not Chris Evans. Okay. okay. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, or even just people who try to make themselves look different. I don't understand people who try to make themselves look different. Like I've had people show up with no teeth before. And in their picture, there was clearly like they were smirking or trying to hide it. I understand this stuff happens. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but like let people know that. Because you get there and all of a sudden you're not, you don't have any teeth. And then I watch you eat a steak with no teeth. Have you ever seen anybody do that? Oh my God. A brutal time. And I'm sitting there like, please, why would you not warn me about this this situation? You know, or I've had people like try to put their hands on me. Like guys try to grab me or like, oh my gosh. I had one guy, you know, a couple months ago when I went out with, um, and he gave me a hug and immediately smacked my butt. And I said, don't touch me like that. I don't know you. Like, and I'm not, and I told you very clearly, I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't do things like that. You need to not touch me. Yeah. And he was just like, well, you can't be out here looking like a whole snack and expect me not to want to eat it. And I oh was my like, God, oh, that's a good done. line. But I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Right. I was like, no, we're done here. I can't even like, and I was like, I'm no longer hungry. And he's like, and he's like, I don't understand. You know, and in the course of that time, he asked me who I was voting for. This is right before the elections, who I was voting mm-hmm. for. Um, how many partners I'd had in my life. Um, he asked me how much money I grossed on my taxes last year. Oh my like, gosh. These are all things that I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, do you not have like any kind of social skills? You know? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. No, you have some great stories. It's nice to hear stories about people that you actually met. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're all nuts out there. Those stories are the crazy ones where I have to like, you know, I had one guy that wouldn't stop following me home. He wanted to come home. And I said, no, I'm not like that. I'm not doing that. And I had to go to a police station yeah. and have the police officer come out. I mean, I've had some crazy stuff happen. Um, but yeah, of course, I've also had those scammers who, you know, try to scam you before you even meet them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lots of stories. <laughs> so now, um, you know, another thing 
is um, that I want to get into now with you because you're a mental health therapist. Yeah. Um, you know, there are women who have been scammed. I get, you know, the occasional email and this one lady that email me a while ago you know she she figured out you know he was a scammer but she had already sent him some money and and she goes she just felt like an idiot and I'm like don't I know how you I understand I now I've never given money to anybody I don't have any money to give yeah (laughs) but I understand how you would feel and you know I'm just looking for tips that some of these people can use they can contact you you know again you have information I can put on my blog and if people want to contact you for help um you know what can you tell some of these women so that they don't feel so down on themselves I want to uplift women I want them to feel good and say hey I'm here to take over everything (laughs) absolutely well first of all know that you're not alone I mean obviously I as a therapist was even have have had times where I've been duped and have given money or done things that I was just like, you know, being too naive and trusting of people, you know, so don't beat yourself up about that. You're the victim here. And, you know, your kindness is not weakness. It's just, you know, naivety. Right. And so it's like, okay, I, I didn't know. And now I know. So that's the first thing is to not beat yourself up about it and realize you're not alone in that. Um, I would say the second thing is to really evaluate, like, you know, what is it that, that maybe made me feel like this was a good idea. Let me look back on this conversation and, and say like, was there a certain time when, when, you know, I should have trusted my gut here and said, this wasn't right. You know, every time I gave money or every time I've done something or gotten into a relationship with someone that I knew was not right for me, there was a moment where I, I heard in my own gut, right? Like, Hey, this isn't right. You shouldn't do this, but I ignore it for whatever reason. And that's where the key to healing is, is to figure out what that piece is. Why is it that you kept pushing past that intuition that tells you this isn't right? Is it loneliness? Is it sadness? Is it fear of rejection? Is it fear of not fitting in? Is it, you know, whatever that may be, there has to be that that thing that's healed for you to be able to move forward. And then the third thing is to, to talk to other people. So utilize your friends, family, utilize people around you and call them and say, hey, this situation just happened. I have this little check in my, in my gut or in my spirit about this that says this isn't right. What do you think? Do you think that this sounds iffy? So those are some good like tips to kind of start with, but then also to, um, to, to know that you need to have someone prove to you that they are worth your time, your effort, your money, those types of things. So look at someone, how they behave. Do they do what they say they're going to do? Do they um, follow through with their word? Um, You know, do they ask you for things that are in proportion to the relationship you've been in? So if they're asking you for money and you're not in a relationship, that's a problem. If they're asking you to, you know, go out of your way and do something major when you don't have a relationship or rapport with them, that's a big red flag. That is some great information. <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. That is awesome. You know, um, I just people we become we we get in this pattern, right? In this, yeah. in this unhealthy pattern, and we have to like stop that pattern and say, where does this come from? And yes. how do I utilize the tools, the people around me, all of that to make sure this doesn't continue happening? Well, one thing I've noticed from my experience with chatting with the boyfriends, I call them, mm-hmm. um, and um, is uh, they'll be like, they're always concerned, well, do you have family, you know? And so I, I play into them. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a widow. I have no kids. I have no family. I own my own business. I own my house. I own, you know, that's the kind yeah. of questions they ask. And I, and I, in my opinion, is the reason they want to know if there's anybody in your 
family or whatever yeah. is because, oh, I'm going to go run to my sister and tell her, look at this guy. They, I'm sure they're thinking, well, she tells her she's going to realize I'm a scammer and blah, you yeah. know. So, you know, like I said, I always tell my friends and stuff, you know, talk to people, talk to me if you're going to do this. Just if you like, I always, I'm with you. I go by that gut instinct. And if that gut instinct is saying no, 99.9% of the time, I think it's right. You yep. Know? Yep. 99% of the time there is a reason that that is there and you should definitely listen to that reason. Mm. Good stuff. Awesome stuff. Yes. Um, and look at your, you know, look to see if there's something you need to heal. That's one of the reasons you should work with either a therapist or a coach. Right. To say, like, what is it that, you know, if I'm that lonely that I'm willing to look over those red flags, what do I need to do to make sure that I know my worth? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, continuing to talk to someone who is not treating me according to my worth. Mm. You have just hit the nail on the hammer, as they say. I mean, <laughs> the the information you've shared about that is just awesome and phenomenal. And um, whenever people, you know, women contact me, I'll say, okay, go check out my episode blank blank, because yeah. there's some good stuff in there. I mean, I like to think all my episodes are good, but Absolutely. certain ones have things that stand out. And this is yeah. one of them that has information that stands out. So good. I like to give people tangible things to do, because if you yes. just say, don't do that again, then that just, first of all, shames them. And yeah. second, makes them be like, well, I didn't really know what I did in the first place. Yeah. But if you talk through that, then usually there's a reason we do what we do. And I always say 90% of what we do comes out of a fear of rejection of some sort. Because yeah. rejection runs deep. Rejection and shame are the things that run the deepest. So it's like, yeah. you know, where is this coming from? Because the majority of people who know, you know, know their worth and walk in that would stop and be like, uh, no, you need to give me something that's proportioned to what I'm giving you. Or we need to have a relationship for this to be something that I can accept. Right. And that's why they pry on or prey on people who don't have family or who are brand new to dating or who are widowed or, you know, those types of things, because they know that they're easy targets. Yes. Yes. And, you know, my goal of all this is just to make women and the men do get scammed, but it's mostly women. Um, You know, it's just I want women to be aware of this. I don't want them to go through the heartache and their pocketbook of right. losing a lot of money. Cause I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars that some of these women have sent from articles that my friends sent me over the years and I post them on my blog, you know, right. and it's just, it's a racket and I, I, I can't stop it, but I sure want to do a part of at least, Hey, this is what they sound like. This is what goes on. You yeah. Know? And, and okay. I do have a good time. So, <laughs> it makes people feel so taken advantage of, you know, yeah. That's not, I thought that you were interested in me. I thought you liked me and here you are just trying to take advantage of me. How not okay is that? Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. So is there anything else you want to share with us? Um, I don't think so. If you want me to share how to get in touch with me, I can definitely do that. Yeah, go ahead. And then I'll have you email me as well so I can put it on my blog. So you can find me on Facebook, just under my personal name. I like to know everybody. So find me. It is Becca George. That's B-E-K-A-H, George, G-E-O-R-G-E. You can find me on Instagram at Sheer Vision Coaching. That's S-H-E-A-R, Vision Coaching. So you can find me there. Um, Or you can shoot me an email, which is Becca at SheerVisionCoaching.com. So. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And maybe uh, you get any more stories, you let me know. I'm going to have you back. (laughs) Oh, girl, I'm sure that I will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. 
Well, that was some awesome, awesome stories that she shared. I'm just blown away by them, that they actually happened um, in person. Uh, one thing I want to correct, I said the saying wrong. It should be I hit the hammer on the nail, not the nail on the hammer. <laughs> so anyway, that is a correction. Um, also, um, you know, when you hear some of these stories, I don't know how you all feel. Um, I don't want to date, <laughs> especially online, because I mean, some of this stuff, I mean, I remember back in the 80s, if you listen to that podcast with my best friend about um, the telepersonals and the newspaper personals and great expectations, that's just, oh, I couldn't do it now. I just couldn't. Maybe it's just because I'm older and I don't feel like, oh my God, I got to have a man, you know, so anyway, but, um, but I did put together, I was talking about my list um, of tips to make your online dating more appealing. This is to men. Now, a couple things maybe could apply to women, but since I don't look at the women profiles, I can't say. So the first one is make sure your pictures are clear and viewable. So, you know, that's a big one. There's so many bad pictures on Plenty of Fish. And the others maybe I don't go to those other ones. Also, make sure your picture is recent. Um, don't post ones from 20 years ago. Be honest in what you look like. Don't have your children or grandchildren in your profile pictures. This is to keep them safe. And uh, Becca and I talked about that. Show your whole face, not just a tiny part. Women will skip by and not look at your profile. Um, you know, you think you're being cute, but th th this is my opinion, okay? I just want to say this list is my opinion, okay? Others may not care, but I'm like, you know, if I'm serious, don't waste my time. Uh, post pictures with your clothes on. No shirtless ones unless you're at the pool or the beach. Um, when I see this, uh, when you're shirtless, I just assume you're only after one thing, and I click the X and move on to the next picture. Um, don't post pictures of you in bed. Again, I assume you're only after one thing. And this is totally a patsy one. <laughs> don't post your pictures you holding up a fish that you caught. For me, that's a turnoff. And that also includes deer or any other man animals that you hunt. I don't have a problem with hunting and fishing. My dad and brother fished. But... I just look at that and I'm, it's a turnoff for me, but maybe some of you other ladies like that. It doesn't do anything for me. Um, here's another patsy one. <laughs> you don't need to post pictures with your car or your motorcycle. Um, I'm older, I don't care. As long as the car has air conditioning and it works, I'm happy. Um, like I said, you want to see decent pictures of you. Um, try to clean yourself up when you're posting pictures scraggly looking guys will get passed by um you know and smile in your picture don't look angry you're trying to meet a date you know so smile it's not that hard um pictures with sports mascots are acceptable uh pictures with pets are totally acceptable and actually encouraged uh be natural in your photos and not fake you know a lot of us we can pick up on that right away so um, those are some tips I put together, and um, I will probably eventually get them on my blog. Um, 
when she taught Becca talked about, you know, I've seen a guy eat a steak with no teeth. Okay. For me, and this is, you can ask any, my best friend and people, my big thing growing up and when my younger days was, you know, when I would see a guy, okay. Yeah. I would look at his butt, but really I would look at his teeth because I always felt like, well, if he took care of his teeth, um, he takes care of himself. And this is funny because when I had to go to a periodontist a couple years ago, I had a little gum issue. You know, the he asked me, you know, about teeth. And I said, well, you'll probably laugh. And I told him that. I said, you know, if I see a guy who takes care of his teeth, obviously he takes care of everything. And he told me that is like totally true. So that's something I always check out is uh, a guy's teeth and then his butt. So, and Chris Evans has beautiful teeth because his dad was a dentist. So. Um, oh my God, I have a good one. This was today's Plenty of Fish story. I told you one um, when I interviewed Becca. I interviewed her last week. And so today on Plenty of Fish, I had some scraggly looking guy. <laughs> the message was, you want a, and I'm going to use the word weenie instead of what he said. And I, of course, responded back, not yours. And I didn't keep the rest of the conversation, but it basically was, um, you know, I always make comments about small penises and whatever. So, um, but that kind of, you know, we went back and forth and, you know, so he wanted me to see it. And I was like, no, thank you. Because basically, I li I'm from Missouri and we're known as a show me state and you always have to show us and prove us. And that's what he wanted to do. And I didn't want to see it. So anyway. <laughs> That was today's funny plenty of fish story. Now, if you've read my blog the last probably two weeks, I started something new on my stories when I talk to guys. Um, they'll say hi, and I'll say hi back. And then I come back with this message that I, is a lie, and I made it up. Jack said that I should contact you and for the t to send you the $25,000. And if I don't send it to you right away, he'll put the nude photos of me that he has on the internet for everyone to see. I need to do this right away. I could lose my job if my boss sees them. I also changed that last paragraph where my husband or whatever. So anyway, I started that a couple weeks ago. And there's a, there's a, a meaning to why I did this. For one, I wanted something new <laughs> to do. And... A lot of ladies out there, sometimes you'll feel like you, you were gullible if you got scammed. And I want to show you you're not really gullible. These guys really are. Because after I send this, I've had guys send me bank account numbers to send the fake $25,000 to. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a fun story. And like I said, check out my blog the stories and the bank account numbers are all out there for the world to see. Um, and I just know that ladies, you're all feeling like, Oh, you know, I don't want you to feel that way. You keep coming back to me cause I'm going to cheer you up. I'm going to bring you up. I'm going to lift you up so high. You're going to rule the world. Um, <laughs> you will, you will. Um, you know, it's taken me years to feel like I'm an okay person. You know, I've always had an outgoing personality but I've also always felt self-conscious of my weight. And I, as I get older, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? I'm healthy for the most part. Um, I think I'm totally hot looking. I have an awesome personality. I'm fun to be with. This is me 
accept me or just go away and leave me alone. I try to only allow positive stuff in my life. You know, um, I don't like hanging out with people who are Debbie Downers. If you're familiar with that skit on Saturday Night Live, people who are pessimistic, who are always down about everything. Um, I like to hang out with people who are uplifting, um, happy, um, for the most part happy. We can't be happy all the time. We all have stuff going in our lives. But for the most part, you know, I try to always focus on the positive and the happy. So, um, so I just want you ladies out there, and I know you're all out there listening to me, um, you know, think about that, you know, don't just do something to make yourself feel good. For me, I go get my hair cut by my favorite hairdresser, Debbie, from Fantastic Sam's in St. Louis, and then I put the pink color in my hair, and I'm worth a million dollars, or it makes me feel like I'm worth a million dollars. Every time I leave Debbie from cutting my hair, I always say, thank you for making me beautiful again. And then she always says, you've always been beautiful. So anyway, do something small for yourself that will make you feel like you're worth a million bucks. For me, it's going to the hairdresser. And then another thing, you know, I can't tell everybody to dye your hair pink. But for me, when I go out in public, people talk to me. They'll say, I love your hair. Thanks. It's fun, isn't it? You know, and I, it's amazing the number of people that actually come up and talk to me. And then when they see if I have to wear a face mask where I have my blog advertised, that starts a conversation. So then I whip out one of my calendars in my purse and say, here, check out my blog, check out my podcast. So anyway, um, but yeah, you know, kind of do stuff that makes you feel good, that makes you happy. It doesn't always have to be with a guy. Go out drinking with the girls. Go out to the movies with the girls. Go to dinner with the girls. That's one of my favorite things to do with my friends. It gives us a chance to sit, drink, and eat. So that's one thing. So anyway, um, you know, check out my blog because I have a lot of the stories there. www.onlinedatingwithpatsy.com Send me an email, please. Um, patsypodcast at att.net or on my blog I have a message form you can fill that out drop me a line Um, you know if you have a story to share about online dating good or bad and you want to talk about it um, you're on my show and you get a free t-shirt you know I still owe some of my previous guest t-shirts I'm a little behind I've got to get buy some t-shirts and um Or if you have a story about your hilarious stories of online dating, like Becca had. These are, oh my God, these are just the greatest stories ever. I just can't believe it. And I appreciate Becca coming on here and sharing them with me. So if you have any stories, or do you have dating tips for online dating? I want to hear them. I'll put you on here. Even if you're only on for five minutes, you get a t-shirt, you know. Um, When you're on my show... It's the time is open. It's not like, oh, no, I'm going to cut you off. As long as you want to talk and I want to talk, we'll go on forever. Um, Well, not forever. You know, I have to get my beauty sleep so I can work the next day. And I'm sure you all do, too. So as I end every show, I want to hear you all say with me right now, never send money to someone you don't know. 